Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, um, how many of you have been up against it? In up against it in your health. Up against it in your wealth. You in the house, Doc. Up against it in your relationships. And when I say up against it, I mean that life seems to be dealing with you in a way that is so unfair that it makes you wonder if God cares about you at But beloved, God does care. And you need to reach out to God to get your reboot from God, to have your but God moment with God, to show that you have faith in God and that you trust in God and that you believe in God no matter that you are up against it. So you reach out to God like when the storms of life are raging. Yeah. By me. Sing your song, Pastor. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea, thou who rulest wind and water, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. When the host of hell assail, and my strength begins to fail, thou who never lost a battle, Stand by me In the midst of faults and failures Stand by me In the midst of faults and failures Stand by me When I've done the best I can and my friends misunderstand Thou who knowest all about me Stand by me In the midst of persecution Stand by me In the midst of persecution Stand by me When my foes in war array Undertake to stop my way Thou who rescued Paul and Silas Stand by me When I'm growing old and feeble Stand by me When I'm growing old and feeble stand by me 
When my life becomes a burden And I'm nearing chilly Jordan Oh, thou lily of the valley Stand by me Beloved, the title of today's message is Reboot Part 6, Job. Job. Beloved, the story of Job truly begins in heavenly places, places where only God, the angelic host, and the cloud of witnesses who've gone onto the other side of glory exist. Job, a faithful and just man, had been greatly blessed by God because of his faithfulness and his just behavior. Amen. You see, beloved, while being faithful and just would seem to be prized virtues that anyone should aspire to, not everyone is happy and pleased when you are faithful and just. One who was not pleased with Job was Satan. Satan, who God had called to him to give an account of his goings and his doings. God was pleased with Job and challenged Satan to see if he could get Job to sin. Beloved, God allowed Satan to take away Job's family and his property. Beloved, have you ever lost anyone close to you or lost any possessions that you greatly prized? Beloved, how did you respond to your loss? Beloved, how are you still responding to your loss? Beloved, keeping it real, have you ever questioned God? Beloved, keeping it real, have you ever lost faith in God? Beloved, keeping it real, have you ever cursed God? Well, beloved, Satan expected for Job to question God. Satan expected for Job to lose faith in God. And Satan expected for Job to curse God. Instead, Job responded in Job 1, 20 through 22. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell upon the ground and worshiped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked. Shall I return thither? The Lord gave, and the Lord have taken away. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. Beloved, is that how you responded to your loss? Beloved, is that how you are responding to your loss? God gave, God took. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, beloved, if that could only be the end of the story, we would be able to extol the great virtues of Job. But, beloved, Satan was not through with Job because, hear me right, Satan is always busy. You may chill and go on vacation. Satan don't chill. And Satan don't go on vacation. Satan actually meets you where you go on vacation. That's why you get to some places you wonder why we can't seem to be having a good time. We fussing and fighting, paid all this money to get to paradise, and it's anything but paradise lost. Because Satan is always busy. Satan told God that Job only responded that way because it was only his wealth and his relationships, people and things seemingly external to him that have been taken away, but not his health. His health that would be ever so personal. So God allows Satan to afflict Job to the point of death, but not to kill him. Beloved, remember when you were on your sick bed, 
have wondered if you could or would get well. Beloved, were you wondering all that time, God, where are you? God, why don't you heal me? God, do you even care? When Job's wife, his partner, his love, his lover, his help me, saw him in this broken, stricken, and sickened condition, her words of comfort to him in Job 2 and 9 were, Those thou still retain thine integrity. Curse God and die. Curse God and die. Wow. Imagine these words of negatively twisted encouragement known as discouragement coming from the one who pledges to love you through anything, even health and sickness, now telling you to just give up and die. I've been in rooms and seen people on close to life support. We didn't say we were going to give up. We didn't say they could just die. We laid hands on them and we prayed for them and God restored them. Because we know that's what God can do. <laughs> Beloved, how are you to respond to someone who should give you words of encouragement instead delivering death-dealing discouragement? Beloved, instead of giving into the moment, Job told his wife in Job 2 and 10, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speak. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. Beloved, while we know the scripture tells us our trials and our tribulations, they only come to make us stronger. How often do we wish, hope, and pray that God can make us stronger some other way? How often do we want to praise God with the idea that grace and favor always means that the sun should be high in the sky without any clouds to block the light or any rain to muddy our way? Beloved, how often do we feel unloved, uncared for, neglected, left and forsaken by God because life appears to have dealt be dealing and may continue to deal us a bad hand from the bottom of the deck of choices, decisions, and consequences. Does anybody want to be real? Or oh, beloved, how often are we simply able to praise God and have faith through it all? Well, beloved, if our partner, our spouse, our boo thing won't talk to us right or treat us right, at least we have friends, right? Well, beloved, there's an old phrase with friends like these. Who needs enemies? You see, in the midst of Job's troubles, beyond the issues that he had with his wife, he also had some friends. Friends who sympathized with Job and friends who had their own opinions regarding why Job was having all of these difficulties. In one shape, form, or fashion, each of Job's friends basically asked Job the same question. What did you do to cause all of this to happen to you? Beloved, when I go through a difficult time in my health, wealth, or relationships, I ask myself the same question. What? did I do? What did I do? I ask myself this question because I try to approach myself with intellectual, emotional, and spiritual honesty that many people try to avoid. It is so much easier to blame others for problems that exist, to avoid taking any blame for what has happened. 
and to judge others guilty without a trial or a jury. But we would be wise to remember the words of Matthew 7, 1 through 3. Judge not, that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the moat that is in thy brother's eye? But considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. What I'm trying to say, beloved, in other words, beloved, clean up the mess that is in your own kitchen. Before you go and try to clean up the mess that you perceive is in someone else's house. Beloved, Job's friends gave him a hard time trying to get him to admit to doing something that he had not done. Sin against God. Beloved, this was exhausting to Job and tiring to the Job to the point that he began to question God. Beloved, again, keeping it real, have you ever questioned God? Beloved, again, keeping it real. Have you ever lost faith in God? I know nobody want to say that in, in God's house, but have you ever lost faith in God? Beloved, again, keeping it real, have you ever cursed God? And I want to say to you this right now, you can curse God without using a four-letter word. All you got to do is start thinking your own thoughts. All you got to do is start running after another religion. All you got to do is start going on the internet for answers instead of seeking out an answer in the word of God. That is you cursing God. Beloved, Job was dealing with a situation that was created in heavenly places. And his ignorance of all that was going on had him questioning God. And beloved, God responded to Job by declaring God's power compared to Job's impotence. Beloved, if you recognize your impotence compared to God's power, if not, is it time for you to humble yourself before God? And beloved, God responded to Job by declaring God's infinite knowledge compared to Job's ignorance. Beloved, if you recognize your ignorance, Compared to God's infinite knowledge, if not, beloved, is it time for you to humble yourself before God? And beloved, God responded to Job by declaring God's eternal presence compared to Job's limited mortality. Beloved, if you recognize your limited mortality compared to God's eternal presence, if not, is it time for you to humble yourself before God? You see, beloved, at your lowest point, and some of us have been there, it is in recognizing who you are and who God is that you should expect to get your reboot, for you to experience your but God moment. Amen. Job, after having to do verbal, mental, emotional, and spiritual battle with his wife, his friends, and with God, was now ready for his reboot. He was now ready for his uh, but God moment. In the midst of loss and disappointment, Job showed humility. Humility, as revealed in Job 42, from the reading of the passage we had this morning, verses one and two. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Beloved, Job got it. Job got it. 
Job humbly understood and shared the omni of God. That God is omnipotent, all-powerful. That God is omnipresent everywhere. And that God is omniscient, knows everything. Beloved, do you see God as the omni-God or do you see God as the man upstairs? Beloved, do you see God as the omni-God or do you see God as one of many options for you to pursue in living out your health, wealth, and relationships? Beloved, do you see God as the omni-God or do you see God at all? Beloved, when you humble yourself as Job humbled himself, you will begin to recognize who you are and who you are not with the emphasis of understanding that you are not God. You are not God. Job reflected this in Job 42 and 3. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me which I knew not. Beloved, beloved Job got it. Job shared that even when I do not know, God knows. Beloved, Job got it. Job shared that even when I cannot do, God can. Beloved, Job got it. Job shared that even when I cannot be there, God will. Beloved, do you see God as a God who knows, as a God who can, and as a God who will? Beloved, if you miss seeing God that way, please hear me right, then you miss seeing God at all. And when you see God the right way, please hear me on this. Please hear me on this. Then you can stop with your many words, talking more than you will listen, saying much that stays in a room where it is said, praise. Perfunctory and ineffective. And you can move to letting the Holy Spirit speak to you and through you getting to the essence of what is really going on in your mind, your heart, and your spirit, evoking in the name of Jesus prayers that reach heaven. Powerful and impactful. You see, beloved Job, in the midst of his reboot, in the midst of his but God moment, was moving, moving from praying to be heard by God, moving, moving to praying to hear God. As he declared in Job 42 and 4, Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. Job wanted to hear from God. Some of you sometimes may be too busy wanting to hear yourself speak. But are you willing to shut your mouth? And open your mind. And open your heart. And open your spirit to hear from God. I'm just asking you a question. Beloved, do you want to hear what God has to say about your health, your wealth, and your relationship? Do you want to hear what God has to say about how you live in your life? Beloved, do you want to hear what God has promised you if you will simply stop trying to do you and do what God called you to do? You see, beloved, Job wanted to hear from God as he continued in Job 42 and 5. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. Some of you right now are hearing about God. Some of you are hearing about God. But then he said, but, somebody say, but. Now mine eye seeth thee. 
Some of you are wondering if there is a God. Some of you are wondering if you can hear from God. Some of you want to know if you can experience God. It's because you don't really want God. You just want somebody to do what you want them to do. And when you don't get your way, you assume that God can't help you. Beloved, Job wasn't expressing the supreme truth, hear me right, of what it means to be a follower of God. Quit trying to drag God along with you and start following God. You see, beloved, there is a big difference between knowing about God. A lot of y'all know something about God. Beloved, knowing about God, studying God for knowledge, head knowledge, is called theology. Study of God. Beloved, anybody who studies about God can be a theologian. Some of y'all read a little bit of scripture and think y'all know everything. Y'all just jack leg theologians. You see, you do not have to believe in God to be a theologian. You do not have to be a Christian to be a theologian. You can be an atheist and be a theologian. But beloved, when you know God in your mind, when you know God in your heart, when you know God in your spirit, then you can declare this morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. This morning when I rose, yeah, I didn't have no doubt. I know the Lord will take care of me. I know the Lord will provide for me. I know the Lord will lead and guide me all the way. I said all the way. That goes beyond theology. That's called being a Christian. Now, beloved, for you to get there, does anybody want to get there? Because everybody ain't there. Does anybody want to get there? Beloved, for you to get there, <laughs> you got to do some things. You have got to decrease in your life. That means get your butt off of the throne that Jesus is supposed to be sitting on. Move your butt out the way and dust it off. So that God can increase in your life. You are never going to get the best from God when you keep trying to control and manipulate God. It don't work that way. You see, beloved, Job was willing to decrease so that God could increase as revealed in Job 42 and 6. Wherefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Beloved, in the midst of Job's reboot, beloved, in the midst of Job's but God moment, Job recognized that he was nothing. He was nothing. And that God was everything. In his recognition of his nothingness, it was similar to the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 64 and 6. But we are all as an unclean thing. Quit trying to affirm yourself and all that you've done and your education, your experience, and your exposure. And all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Jesus said to himself, ain't nobody good but God. So then why you think you so good? And we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. And beloved, in recognition of God's incredible, awesome, majestic, everythingness. I don't even know if it's a word, but I use it as a word now. It was like the stylistic singing. You are everything. And everything is you. Through an act of repentance, 
that calls to mind the words of Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, not will of you, but the will of God. The will of God. You see, beloved, we will be wise to remember that I am not. Help me with that right now. Somebody say, I am not. I am not. I am not. But that God is the joy and the strength of my life. Removes all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me, never to leave me. And he'll never, never fall short of his word. So I've got to do something. I've got to fast and pray. Stay in a narrow way. Off the internet. Stop off Instagram. Off of social media. I got to stay in the narrow way. I'll keep my life clean every day. Not just on Sunday. I'll keep my life clean every day because I want to go with him when he comes back. I've come too far and I'll never turn back because God is, I am not. Because God is, I am not. Yes, God is and I am not. You see, God is, I am not. God is my all and all. Beloved, when we get that, that God is our all and all, when we stop just coming to church, when we stop on family, friends, and community, they just doing church. When we become church, then God will respond. You see, I, I really wish God would bless us based off of our attendance, but God don't work that way. I really wish that God would, would bless us on the measure of us volunteering because when you ain't ministering, you show up and do something, you're just volunteering. Some people are confused about it. You're just volunteering. But God don't bless that. God will take you in your worst and take you to your best. So, beloved, Job got it. And God responded in Job 42 and 7. And it was so that after the Lord had spoke these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the things that is right, as my servant Job has. Beloved, as Jesus said in Matthew 12, 35 through 37, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. That's what the word of God says. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. There is no condemnation in Christ, but you can condemn yourself. 
Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.